0: and Captains to a brand new edition of M-Class Podcast. Unless, of course, you're listening to this later, in which case it's an extremely old, shitty edition of M-Class Wow. Podcast. Wow. It's evergreen, Jeff. Like What's the trees. What is, what is something I could mention right now that would horrifically date this podcast? Oh, God. Elon oh, Musk. Hopes and, drink, uh, hopes and prayers to Turkey. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny and I shouldn't have laughed at that. <laughs> because it does extremely date our podcast, is why it's funny. And it's like the most like <laughs> it's the most somber shit. It's, it's so darkly unnecessary to point Where did out. that come from? I'm sorry, everyone. And really I'm <laughs> the one who should be apologizing. <laughs> uh this is a Star Trek podcast where we sit down with a piece of Star Trek media chosen by uh, listeners over at our Patreon and we pick it apart and eventually give it the uh, review treatment the Siskel and Ebl- e- Evil the Siskel and Eagle treatments. You got it. You got it. Damn. Siskel and Ebert? The Sisko and Picard treatment. <laughs> I'd watch the fuck out of that. <laughs> the Cisco and DMX Treatment. Where uh, we wheel out our Cochrane to Catfish warp scale of quality and give you an actual review at the end of the episode. Some cowards are too afraid to review the episode they talk about. Cowards. Jeff and Josh for half the show at the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> but you've probably already gone through those already. Hopefully. If you're listening to this in the past. Well, actually, hopefully not. I would hope that if you're into the show, you would just start with the newest ones and go back later if you want to. Because I can't vouch for the quality of that shit. I don't even remember half... I, no, I don't even remember 90% any. of what <laughs> we talk about. Any. I don't remember any. Every yeah. time someone's like, remember when you said this? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Dude, people have like... Re- like Said jokes that I've said at me, and I'm like, uh-huh. "That's a good joke." <laughs> and then they're like, "You said that," and I'm like, "Oh yeah, no, I know. No, I'm, I'm, I was just playing. I was testing you." Yeah, I, I knew that. <laughs> I'm Jeff. Oh, I'm jo- I'm Josh. I completely mm. forgot to do that. It's fine. Uh, we are smack dab in the middle of Squid Ludwig's uh, Malfunction Junction Collection, an episode of Star Trek shows. That are all about Doctor McCoy being right and transporters doing some hinky shit. I guess this one counts. I guess. Yes. Uh, the transporter can turn you into a gelatinous double human horror. It can yeah. create a duplicate of you that's just as alive as you. It can trap you in a dimension with Yoshis. Yep. Or it can comically dump you in some wawa. <laughs> Can it throw a pie at your face? That would be so funny. Could they transport like you and a pie, and then like Scotty like takes the pie and throws it at where you're going to be transported right like yeah. with the transporter and it hits you in the face? Well, they need an officer specifically on board for mirth and merriment, I think, oh, like the uh what like what would they call that like the well, uh... Neelix has a name like that, doesn't he? where he's yeah. Like... Crew morale officer or something, yeah. Like basically, like he's a clown, jester. Yeah, the jester of the fucking ship. Yeah. Well, if they added that, I know you and I would never be out of a job. No, but like, also like a true jester, Neelix is not funny. That's true. <laughs> Jester's not funny. People love that guy. Do they? <laughs> That's what I hear through the grapevine. Every time I we make fun gif. of him, we get a little missive on the Discord or on Twitter or an email that's like, don't you make fun of my baby? He's in too good of a mood for his whole race to have been assimilated by the Borg. This is true. Like, he's he's taken that a little too well. Like, almost to the point where I would say, like, they didn't have a chance. <laughs> he reminds <laughs> Well wow. Ooh. I know um, I know <laughs> we're getting into some really well <laughs> No um he he reminds me really heavily I I read uh all of the Marv Wolfman George Perez New Teen Titans recently Yeah yeah and Beast Boy is absolutely insufferable in those he's comics. Nealix. He's Neelix. Because he's Neal. constantly cracking jokes all the yeah. time. But then, like, whenever his thought bubbles come up, it's like, Gotta keep cracking jokes or I'll go crazy from the grief. It's so sad. It's so stupid. That's <laughs> so dumb. If you have to have, like, a inner monologue, like, uh, explaining... Like two different characters. Yeah. Uh, from scene to scene. But, um... That's why I stopped watching Titans on HBO because he was fucking so stupid. I was like, I can't, like, the show is already stupid, right? And like, <laughs> like I get it, but it's then weird he, how they found yeah. a good balance between being like an annoying jokey character and being someone you actually liked on the cartoon Teen Titans. Yeah, well, the cartoon was like crazy, right? Like, that's true. It didn't really. I mean, I like that show. Okay. I mean, they they had some pathos on there every now and then as well. Yeah. Uh, Cyborg definitely had it sometimes where he was like, "I'm just a fucking machine now. I'm not even a man. I'm not." (laughs) That's how I feel like when I wake up some days. I'm just like, "Yo, I'm a fucking machine," and then I like go back to sleep. (laughs) I'm a machine and I need recharging. I'm built different. And then I... (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yep, exactly. Oh, my God. That's a blast from the past. Nobody knows what we're talking about. No. Um (laughs) (laughs) It's most of this show, by the way, if you're just tuning in. Uh, Today we're going to be talking about Star Trek The Animated Series, which might be a hint about why it took us so long to get here. We're just killing time, baby! Um... Season 2, episode 2, entitled BEM. It's BEM-a-long-run. We already grow in those crotch arms. We haven't even... Come on, we haven't even revealed that yet. Um, (laughs) This episode was written by David Gerald, who I actually found had a pretty interesting history with Star Trek. Uh, I think... Uh, what's more interesting right out the gate is that he co created the T V series Land of the Lost. Oh, really? Yeah, with Sid wow. and Marty Croft. That's a like that's classic. That's a classic, man. Uh however, he um he wrote uh, The Trouble with Tribbles. Okay. And he also wrote More Tribbles, More Troubles for TAS. Yeah, that's a uh, good one. But it sounds like you love it. I vaguely remember that one. But um, he left along with all the other TOS originals uh, near the end of TNG season one. Oh, um, so he, the show got good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's definitely a difference there. But um, it's like they really frame it in this uh, article as like, oh, isn't that a shame? And I'm like, mm, yeah, okay. Is it? Is it though? But, I can um, see the land of the lost in this episode with the the overgrown world and natives and everything. The lizard loincloth guys, yeah, yeah. A yeah. uh, lot of a lot of like anti-Aboriginal shit happening in this episode. Yeah, well, they whatever. were like saying they were like saying Aboriginal, and I was like, I I'm not like. Australian so I don't really know like the nomenclature and like the appropriateness of that word like it's not it's not the preferred nomenclature Yeah they they <laughs> this aggression will not stand He didn't build the fucking railroads Walter he pissed on my rug <laughs> Uh, but David <laughs> Gerald, who directed, who wrote this episode, uh, left at the end of season one, partly over a dispute for a script he wrote, which was called "Blood and Fire," and it Ooh. was uh, an allegory for AIDS and had actual homosexual characters in it. They were trying to tell that story of the yeah. time, and in the eighties. Yeah, uh, not... Roddenberry completely shut it down. Yeah. And yeah. Eventually, like, had someone else rewrite it as blood and ice, and it has none of the gay characters in it, and they just th- even that didn't make it through. They still knew, right? Yeah. yeah in the eighties, the AIDS shit, like, like if you were not alive in the eighties, and we were just barely alive, but like, even I remember, like, like I remember I, when I continued to like ninety four, ninety five, even yeah, up until the mid nineties, yeah. it, it was like a taboo. Like, I remember when Princess Diana. Like, hugged that kid that, that you know, the kid who had HIV. And I remember that kid who had HIV, like, he got it from a blood transfusion, and he was like a, like a teenager, and how yeah. he was like, there was pariah. like a hysteria. People didn't yeah, it was understand crazy. what AIDS was, and yeah, they, they thought called that, it you could get it like a cold. Yeah, they called it like the gay cancer and shit. Like, it was all sorry, yeah, it was well, really mean, like, fucked up. If you think politicians today are fucked, right? And you're right. Yeah, but it's nothing new. Like yeah. the president of the United States, Ronald Reagan, got on TV and said that AIDS was divine punishment. Yeah, against the gays because, sure, yeah, like shit was fucked. But yeah, like, it was a real bad time to be be gay in America. That's sort of what blood. <laughs> is there ever a good time? But, I'd say it's slightly better. <laughs> it I mean, at least bad. there's like there's like places now, right? Yeah. Like back then, it was literally like it was like a block in a city was the only yeah, place much. it was okay a block to be gay. in San Francisco where <laughs> Yeah, it was okay and like yeah. police would come in there and beat the shit out of you anyway Yep yep uh the story Blood and Fire was it was an allegory for the way America was treating yeah homosexuals with AIDS uh from what I understand, it was like they had created like a quarantine ghetto that all homosexuals right. on this planet were being sent to. Right. And uh Roddenberry was like, no, I don't want I don't want that gay shit on my show. Yeah. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing. I, mean, I'm I don't know. I'm he sure he thought, I don't I, look I'm not trying to defend Gene Roddenberry, but right. like I'm sure he thought like this is never going to happen. It's in the climate, right, back then Unfortunately, it would have been a great episode. <laughs> like yeah, it would have, it would have been, been, been so memorable ahead of its time yeah, as well. Because yeah. this is like the mid seventies. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but no, they they shut it down. And I mean, we've talked before about how um, God, what's his name, Berman, Rick Berman, mm-hmm. spent the entirety of the late eighties all the way t- to the end, like end of the two thousands keeping homosexual stories out of oh, yeah. Star Trek. Yeah. Unfortunately, people like don't understand like how political television is, right? Like it's run by like massive corporations. Yeah, so like absolutely. anything that makes the flyovers feel icky. They're, they don't want that, right? And, of course, like, <laughs> I gotta imagine that there was sort of a... A happy moment at, at like post 9 11 where they were just like we can just start making like war stories and not have to worry about it. yeah well that yeah they had something to talk about right and it was like patriotic right yeah, dude everybody will be on our side now there's still some of that I so i started watching discovery again and there's still some of that in discovery like it's 20 fucking years later and we're still doing this yeah. shit <laughs> well, I mean, uh I'm not going to spoil something in Picard season 3 episode 1, but like there's a there's a moment where it's like obviously an allegory that's like yeah. oh, we're still doing these allegories, all right. Dude, when in the Super Bowl when they were talking about fucking Pat Tillman the, the NFL player who went to Afghanistan, and it's like, I don't fucking care! It's, like, 20 years ago, man! We, like, we do a lot of hero-worshipping of soldiers in this country. How are we still riding this fucking train? Like, dude, it's the Super Bowl. What does this have to do with anything about Pat Tillman? Like, nothing. Oh it doesn't. Oh, and my it's, God. And it is, like... It sort of rings that bell for the flyover states, right? Like, I, right. We're, we may be, like, a big city company or whatever, but we have the same patriotic values yep. you do. Yep, the troops. Oh, it's we the love troops. We suck a troop off, but we also yep. love to send them off to die. Oh, and we also, when they come back, don't want to help them. No. So. Uh, pull yourself up by your boob straps. Yeah, don't get PTSD from killing all those people. Uh, this episode was directed by Bill Reed, who directed other Star Trek The Animated Series episodes. The end. He's Malcolm Reed's great-great-grandfather. Gr- yeah, okay. And he's like, That makes I him like- at least slightly interesting. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he really got nothing. His article's a stub on this shit, even. I hope someday somebody mentions our names and is like, that's it. That's all they did. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the that's the fun part. Is uh, I've done nothing, so there's no <laughs> reason anyone would even mention my name. <laughs> Dude, it's gonna be so weird to think about, like, like I know you and I don't have kids, but like, let's say like our ancestors of some kind like want to know about us for some reason. Oh, and our they descendants, can, our descendants. Yeah, our descendants. I they was can like, just oh, like time travel. Wait. <laughs> yeah they can just like go on to a thing and look at shit we said like that's crazy man. that's true if if this shit still exists anyway like if soundcloud yeah. goes down there goes our whole shit <laughs> or like even if like like uh, some kind of archive of twitter or whatever right exists yeah, like it's true they can just look at Pop Pop Pop's old jokes about penises. God, Pop Pop was horny. Wow. Pop Pop was horny for not having any descendants. <laughs> <laughs> what? How do I exist? <laughs> Wait a minute. And they just disappear from existence <laughs> like Hoshi and Yoshi. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, Bill Reed. Did direct a lot of episodes of Star Trek the animated series. The Pirates of Orion, Bim, The Practical Joker, Albatross, How Sharper Than a Serpent's Tooth. Oh, that's the Quetzalcoatl one. Yeah, and The Counterclock Incident. Oh, man. That's a lot. uh Some of those are okay. Which one's the Satan one? <laughs> uh, Megas two. 2. The Magics yeah. of Megas 2. That's right. Is Bam a Magus? Is he a Satan? I think yeah, we could have used... He's just a fucking weirdo, I think. He's also a... Dick. dick. Bill Reed directed He-Man and She-Ra, The Secret of Castle Skull. So like a straight-to-VHS movie? Yeah, he also directed 49 episodes of He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. That's a lot of episodes. Uh, three episodes of the Earthworm Jim cartoon. Wow. And eight episodes of Bravestar. Wow. There's just some throwbacks in there, man. Brave Star. My man was working all the way up to 2007 doing Wow, Wow, Wubsy. Oh, I don't know that. Uh, My Little Pony, A Very Minty Christmas. <laughs> Oh, is that the one where the dudes, they like that? The jerk-off guys? They jerk off to the ponies? Camp Laszlo. Oh, I remember Camp Laszlo. My Life as a Teenage Robot. Uh, That was okay. That was all right. Uh, Digimon, Digital Monsters. He was a sheet timer. I was (laughs) like, how in the fuck did he work on that? (laughs) But yeah, he, he basically made sure when people talked, it lined up with the lip movement. That sounds like a hard job. I don't want to do that. Yeah, no doubt. Courage the Cowardly Dog. Spookiest cartoon ever made. Sabrina the Animated Series. The I fuck? Am Weasel. I, don't <laughs> oh, I Am Weasel was and weird. Cow and Chicken. Also weird. Like, where's all this shit in his memory alpha? He did Freakazoid? He did a bunch of Freakazoid. He did, uh, wait, All Dogs Go to Heaven, the series? What forty episodes? How are there even one episode of a sh- a show about all dogs go to heaven? Yeah, they die. <laughs> Yo, that fucking movie sucks, dicks. Uh, Duck Man. <laughs> I love Duck USA. Man. Up all night. Uh, Twisted Tales of Felix the Cat, The Jungle Book, Alice in Wonderland, A Christmas Carol, Pocahontas. Worked on a lot of big shit. Hitting all the big ones, huh? Pocahontas. All the big ones, like The Adventures of Don Coyote and Sancho Panda. That's genius. It practically writes itself. 26 episodes. (laughs) Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, the animated series. That was a Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, I mean, it I was on that. after Red Planet and I loved Red Planet. Ooh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures the cartoon. 13 episodes. Great cartoon. This is all oh, kid and play the cartoon. Man. Remember when like you could have a cartoon for your movie that is not for children. Oh yeah, <laughs> RoboCop had like four seasons of a cartoon. Rob- that is one of the most hard-R movies I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, that dude gets his dick shot off, and then they show his dick, and then there's that whole thing where he just shoots all the ghost guy's dicks that off. That is such a great fucking fan edit. That's canon it's for so me. so amazing. He just continuously so shoots people's gross rubber dicks off. <laughs> and they're all just outside their pants. And they're just showing their dicks, Yet, I guess that's the only thing that's missing from Robocop, is that there's no titties in it. No, I'd buy that for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> the SUX nine thousand. That's the funniest show on television. By the way, don't let anybody <laughs> tell you different. The I'd buy that for a dollar guy. It's the funniest show on TV. <laughs> they weren't wrong. They were so right about how television is. It's true. Um, I hate. I hate to say it, but we got to talk about this sh- show now. Um, yeah, what's there to talk about? Uh, nothing. <laughs> We the Enterprise has a uh, a, a pand Pandronian from the planet yeah. Pandro. more like plandronian am I right because he's got a plan to do some stuff <laughs> he's gonna do some stuff to the crew uh, his <laughs> name is Honorary <laughs> Commander Ari Bin Bim all about the benjamin all about the benjamins <laughs> benjamin button and uh the enterprise is orbiting data uh, delta theta 3 yep uh, a newly discovered m class podcast planet well oh, wow it's nice of them <laughs> to discover us and they're like all right we we don't want the natives to know that we're here we're just here to put up like some sensor stations so that we can monitor their growth uh let's beam down in our uniforms in the middle of an open field (laughs) let's do the most uh prime directive breaking thing there is let's beam down in the middle of their village and piss on their idols (laughs) let's proclaim ourselves gods He's like there there's several groupings of aborigines. They use that word all the time in this episode. Yeah, I don't yeah, again. Okay, uh, we, we have to we have to plant these monitoring devices and so every named character on the show beam down with me. <laughs> except everyone Laura. who yeah, everyone who has a, a voice actor who's famous, come with me except you. Yeah. <laughs> and every female character in the show is voiced by uh um Barr Barrett, or um horror's actress whose name Michelle Nichols, I, I, like I got so little sleep, I'm sorry, everyone. um, it's all right, we're old, and nothing matters uh ironically, I'm sure there's a lot of people who are like, Jeff, you didn't get a lot of sleep last episode. Well, guess what? all those days in between, I didn't get a lot of sleep those days either. <laughs> They don't know that you and I don't go to sleep at night. Like no. that's the thing. I we work don't at go night. to. S- yeah, that's what I work too. I go to sleep. I think I sleep maybe six, five or six hours on a good night at this point, point. and then yeah. one day a week I sleep like sixteen hours. I don't know. That's how it works. <laughs> oh, that must be nice. Um, I'm still sleepy. I'm always sleepy. He's a sleepy jeepy. You've heard of Sleepy Joe. Now meet Sleepy Jeff. (laughs) Hi, Sleepy Jeff. Nice to meet you. I'm picturing you as Mario. Yeah, I've got the little sleeping cap on with a J on it. I'm just all cuddled up in my bed. (laughs) I wish. Um, Yeah, right? But B- Bim is in the transporter room, this weird fucking alien, and he's like, I'm coming down with you, Captain. He's f- he's fucking with the transporter shit. Yeah, and he's like, I've set the transporter. And we get and treated to a full five minutes of Kirk and this fucking weirdo arguing about whether he's going to go down to the planet or not. <laughs> yeah, Kirk's like, bitch, you've been spending fucking six missions in your quarters, and now you want to come down here? He's like, we gotta I, tiptoe around lizards, and now you want to sh- fucking come down here. He's <laughs> like, it's a dangerous mission, and he's like, I've this one has weighed, this one has wares. This one has wares. If Starfleet has coin, he's like, I I've weighed the the pro the problems against this horrible plan. I have what? <laughs> no, nothing. <laughs> never. This one, never mind. <laughs> he's... Uh, and after five minutes of them arguing back and forth, they just beam down with him. And they're like, yeah, Kirk's like, fuck it, fine. Well, first and then Kirk he got- is like, Scotty, check the transporter. And Bam is like, I've already said it. And Scotty's like, yeah, it's perfectly fine. Yeah, no red lights are going off as to like, hey, you're not going to like land on land. Like- yeah, like Scotty, uh, incompetent, we learn in this episode. Pretty cool. <laughs> I don't, well, it's almost like they didn't know how a computer worked in 1970, mm, right? Could like, be. There would be something that would say, like, hey, this is not ideal, he's right? A, like, he's like, I checked the computer, and all the punch cards are in the right <laughs> slots, so. <laughs> Beep, boop, up, yep, everything looks good. <laughs> they They beam down, and Kirk and Spock are standing on nothing. Everybody else is yep. on the edge of a cliff, and they're standing on nothing. They just fall directly into... Waste high water. The game is afoot, Jeff. This is all part of the plan. And then uh, <laughs> this is the moment if you were following my Twitter or the M class Twitter, where I screamed "What the fuck out yeah. loud at 1:30 in the morning. I just laughed. I was like <laughs> what? Where uh Bem is in the water as well and he's like allow me to offer assistance and they're like no no and his he splits his top half from his bottom half. His, yes, yeah, his torso his, and his legs. His legs, legs walk on over doot 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 do, do, to Kirk yep. and Spock and two tiny little gremlin arms come out of his waist. <laughs> I love I love the reverse pickpocket. The Skyrim-ass reverse pickpocket. He does, he does. He reverse pickpocket's a bomb. And he his puts, pocket, like, fall out. <laughs> Just, he, puts, he puts poisons in their pockets and they go, oh, I drank my pocket. Oh, that's what does it. Uh, but he switches out their phaser and um, communicator with exact duplicates that do nothing. They got it from ThinkGeek 10 years ago. (laughs) Now, my question is in this scenario uh, why put anything in their pockets at all? Because as soon as they take them out, they're going to know they don't work. Yeah, just pickpocket them. What's the purpose of replicating fake ones? (laughs) Jeff. You don't understand Bem's plan at all, do you? I don't. I really don't. Let's go further and I'll explain why this is genius. Perhaps you can explain to me why he needed to dump them in water to do this. Because in cartoons people can't see underwater, don't it's you know true. that? This is the murkiest fucking water that's ever existed. I love that rule in cartoons. I was watching Gravity Falls, and this happens where like they're in a swimming pool, and the kid's a mermaid, but nobody can see that he's a mermaid because <laughs> the water. It's like this is a swimming pool. You well, definitely can see underwater. The water is blue. It's solid <laughs> it's and blue. You can't see under it. Chlorine in it. <laughs> uh, but. They, they have fake phasers and communicators that don't work. But they don't know that yet. They don't know that yet. Or is like, uh, there's some sort of non-network sensory stasis. It's, it's sort of an anomaly that resembles a sensor field, but without mm-hmm. a scanning grid. Whatever that means. And Spock's <laughs> like, well, that doesn't make any fucking sense. He's like, "Aura, shut the fuck up. Except (laughs) except when Spot talks during this entire episode, it sounds like, Well, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Because he's deep throating the fucking microphone, uh, Mr. Nemo. You don't need to stand that close to the mic. The first time he spoke in this episode, I cracked the fuck up. It was it's so much louder and more staticky than everyone else's audio. Because he did it in his fucking bathroom, man. <laughs> he was like, "I got this." And He like wheeled a fucking tape deck in. It was like he's like, "Spock, uh, do we have an answer for this problem?" No, Captain. I don't understand what we're up against. (laughs) You get some fucking special effects in this episode. Why did they not edit this audio at all? They were just like, that's fine. Put it in. They probably did. That's all they could do back then. That's probably true. You know what I mean? Like, What were they going to run it through back then? Are the producers of Star Trek the Animated Series going to call Leonard Nimoy up and be like, you gotta (laughs) do 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 your lines again? He'd be like, no, I don't. Is <laughs> that how he <laughs> talks into the phone? He's got the phone right in his yeah. throat. <laughs> right in his face. Uh he's like I'm on an, I'm on an episode of Columbo this week. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm doing an in search of about Bigfoot. I don't have time. <laughs> um but they Kirk's like, look just keep your eye on the sensor field and go to yellow alert. I'm sure this will have great ramifications for the rest of the episode. Go to yellow yeah, it's alert. probably. Probably matters or something. And uh, <laughs> they find some life signs. And this is another moment where I literally, st- I started laughing instantly. Where they're like, "There's some life signs up ahead. Better go the other way." And Bem fucking sprints, sprints. towards. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, later. Bye bye running and Kirk is like what the hell is he doing? (laughs) Why is he doing this? Dude, I'd be like, you know what? I don't even fucking care anymore about this fucking guy. (laughs) My man Kirk is trying to establish diplomatic relations with a whole planet and this guy is skip hop (laughs) jumping away. (laughs) He's a fucking child, man. He's like a toddler in Toys R Us. He's like, bye! I'm going to the game's aisle. (laughs) (laughs) I hear they got that new Super Nintendo. Oh, idea. <laughs> but Kirk's like, alright, Scotty Sulu, you stay here. Sulu doesn't have a voice actor, so don't let him talk. He's like, Oh my. <laughs> he's in his He's in the bathroom, but he's in Leonard Nimoy's house. He's in the other, but he's just in the other room. Yeah. <laughs> They're just hanging out. And he's like, Can I be on the show? Hmm. Spock's spock's no no <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh they they run after him and, sp- and spock is like he won't be able to go through the forest <laughs> captain <laughs> yeah i love how like it's like a bunch of fucking weeds and they're like nah he's stuck he won't be able to get through there uh but he he splits into three pieces which is like he's a colony no. creature made of th- three pieces yeah no his head comes off his arm comes off and his legs come off his torso so he's like four pieces disgusting why why does only one of his arms come off my i don't that's a good question (laughs) like what's up with that also my favorite part is the head floats the body floats the arm floats and then the the legs just walk (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they're just walking. They walk like, just like walk through the bramble, and it's like, well, that would still have to like get down and move, you know? Was, and there's no, where are the little fucking crotch arms at? Yeah. They could have helped. Yeah, they could have pushed some bramble out of the way. But it's really funny because I was like looking at the backgrounds and this and everything, and I was like, man, these backgrounds look great. Like, somebody yeah. spent so much time painting these like really crazy space worlds and everything. This looks really good. And then Kirk and Spock walk in front of it in shadow, but you can still see the outline of their whole outfit in it. Yeah, yeah. It's just... It's, dude. You get, Like, my favorite part about this episode is, like, they're like, okay, how do we make this weird alien, like, be different, but, like, we can't animate this? I know, we'll just chop him up into pieces and fucking float his ass through the fucking shit. Like, like we talk about... Um, the limitations of the yeah. time a lot when we talk about any Star Trek. And I think this episode, like many an episode of TAS, showcases that limitations were a good thing It Star yeah. Trek TOS. Yeah. If this is what they were ready and raring to do if they had all the special effects budget, then I'm glad that Desilu turned them down over and over. <laughs> Dude, I'm see- I, I think this episode was written like I don't think they wrote it. I think they like like almost like they just like gathered up the cells and were like, What can we do with this? <laughs> like like how do we make this work, right? Like and then somebody was like, I know, man, like some real fucking high seventies dude was like, I'll just make this guy like, float around We won't even <laughs> have like, to animate it. We'll just like, drag you know it across the cell. <laughs> the episode's due tomorrow. Get on it. <laughs> Um And there are many episodes of of the animated series where I'm I think about the fact that they only have like 22 minutes to do an episode yeah. of Star Trek and yeah. I don't think Star Trek works in that time no it doesn't it doesn't uh, but if this is what they did with the time allotted <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah and like this like there's so much shit that happens in this episode like I don't even like half of it I don't even know like what well like Bim yeah, gets, gets captured Bim gets like, captured and yeah, uh, there's suddenly a force field around the village that Kirk and Spock go to to rescue Bim. And I don't remember this happening, but Memory Alpha says it did. So I agree, a force field is around the small village. <laughs> I also don't remember this, but sure. They're like, this says that they can't contact Kirk or Spock, but they couldn't do that anyway because Kirk and Spock don't have their communicators. Yeah, they don't, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Uhura's like, I'm going to beam you and Sulu back. That's right. And Scotty's like, well, it's the captain, though. And Uhura's like, we have to follow his orders. Right, because he said, don't be a hero. Right. And they beam him back, and uh, Sulu again says nothing. Uh, (laughs) He's just like, this is one weird mission. uh, If I had a voice, I would say, uh, Kirk and Spock, are they're going (laughs) to rescue Bim... But Bim's like, you're interfering with this one's mission. His his research is to get captured and break the fucking Prime Directive, right? Yeah, but like... Great plan. Kirk is like, uh, well, anyway, we're going to rescue you. And Bim's like, nah, you can't rescue me. And then uh, Kirk and Spock also get captured instantaneously. And they get put into, like... Like cartoon Ewok cages <laughs> that look like, like they you could easily just squeeze out of it. You or could just pick it up and yeah, throw absolutely. it. Absolutely. <laughs> there is a there is a good moment of sort of self reflection where Kirk's like, "How do we constantly end up in these situations?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, uh, Bem's like, Starfleet told this one that Kirk was their best captain, but your actions do not belie this. Dude, we like, Bem, your motherfucking ass ran through this bramble just to get captured. What the fuck are you talking about? How is that my fault? And Bem's like, I took your, they're like, oh, we don't have our, we have fake phasers and communicators. What the fuck? Yeah, and Bem's like, I, 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 this one took your shit because I dislike casual violence to accomplish goals, and I'm like, but you don't mind putting other people in life or death situations for science research? Yeah, these lizard guys are gonna fucking eat you guys. Like, they're they're <laughs> at absolute best going to kill you with their weapons, like with their Stone Age ass weapons. Like- it's gonna take a while too. <laughs> it's not gonna be good. But uh Bem splits apart in front of them and they're like, What the fuck? Yeah, they do the same thing we did. They're like, Oh and Spock's like, fascinating. A colony creature. <laughs> and Kirk's like, Well, Bem, you're under arrest Which is a <laughs> thing the you cages. can do, apparently. It's <laughs> arresting him. And uh they, they escape, they use their phasers to escape, but then like they get frozen. In, in space, and yeah. again, they have unlimited freedom with animation to do anything. Right. And they have the entity that stops them be flashing lights around it's the screen. It's just, it, yeah, it's a frozen uh, screen grab. It's an ad frame hold in Premiere, right? And then yeah. they just flash, like, fucking strobe lights on. He's like, and the, cool. the entity, uh, voiced by Michelle Nichols, is like, What gives you the right to interfere with my children? And you're like, Uhura, what are you doing? <laughs> you sound like you're about to do the sexy fan dance. Is that what's about to happen? <laughs> Oh, God, not again. The, but they're like, oh, we're here to observe them and like learn about them and stuff. And she's like, the, my children are not for your observations. They do not exist for you. Yeah, good good, good point. Yeah, and then she destroys their weapons. And Kirk and Spock are like, not again. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> now how are we going to phase her stuff? And uh, Kirk there are times, Mr. Spock, when I think I should have been a librarian. Yeah, this is a good line. And Spock's like, the job (laughs) of a librarian would be no less challenging, Captain. (laughs) Jeff, you're reading these lines so well. No notes. Put it in the show no notes. Don't even mix it. It's fine. Sorry to everyone listening today. That's how it's got to be. Yeah, um, I'll fix it. Or not. Or not. But <laughs> Bim is there, and he's like, Oh, you sure fucking bungled this one, Captain. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, <laughs> sp- like it's totally like he's a gaslighting the captain and like, this is all your fault, buddy. And it's like, Fucking dude, bumble fuck this one, Captain Kirk. <laughs> this one is pleased that his plan worked. I oh think God. it was his plan. <laughs> we are literally almost at the end of this episode, so let's take a quick break. Yeah, sure. And we will be right back after these messages. <laughs> I am ready. (laughs) (laughs) After these messages, (laughs) we'll be right back. Creepy crawlers. They're squirmy and wormy and purple and green. The grossest little creatures that you've ever seen. Creepy crawlers the a monster mold with the colored plastic goop and make a creepy crawler from my yucky monster soup. The rucky, yucky, squirmy, wormy, very scary, sometimes hairy, squiggly, wiggly, creepy crawler. Creepy crawler. Kids, get even more creeped out when you join the Creepy Crawler's Collector's Club. Details and specially more packages. Creepy Crawler's Workshop with Plastic Goof. Back well, welcome back, everybody. The way Josh just did the clap-in that we do for the show made me realize that this character is perfectly poised for a spin-off. <laughs> it's Bim. It's BAM. When you're down he got, he- dumps, you got them frumps. It's BAM. It's Bim. This one likes to do silliness. He should hang out with Alf, and they should have like a like a book club or something. I bet you anything that if I found a still from the Alf cartoon and put ALF from that right next to BEM, the animation would line up perfectly. (laughs) I bet you it would. (laughs) They're best friends. Even though it was like 10 or 15 years later when the ALF cartoon happened. Oh yeah, it was easily uh, easily 15 years later. Yeah. What was the ALF cartoon on? Like the late 80s? Late 80s. It was late 80s. Like I think it even went a little bit into the early 90s. Yeah, 90s, yeah. Which was still the 80s. They played a lot (laughs) of ALF reruns when I was a kid. It's the only reason I know who the fuck ALF is. 87 was the day, it it was when it started. I had uh, a horrible moment of realization one day when i did one of those little twitter things where it's like what character do you associate me with or whatever yeah and a bunch of people were like alf <laughs> and i was like oh no i've flown too close to the parody sun i've become <laughs> what i'm joking about I, i'm getting sucked into the alf sun <laughs> i'm f- i'm like i don't like alf i'm fascinated with alf <laughs> The fact that that it could exist and it was a hit, like it was a big hit. Exactly, Alf was like a phenomenon. Yeah, Alf. We had the fucking show. Yeah. A talk show, a comic book, a cartoon—endless merchandise, dude. His fucking hangy uppy Alf doll was in yeah. our car. We had like, one in our car. Like you think about when you think about the shit that people hang in their car with suction cups. Now you think of Garfield, right? Yeah, Garfield. for, yeah. for a good fifteen years, it was. Alf. That was Alf. Garfield was Alf. Garfield and Alf have a lot in common in that they're not funny, but everyone loves them. (laughs) Yeah, why do people think Garfield's funny? Well, people are post-ironic with Garfield at this point, where, like, they're creating abominations with Garfield, and that's what's funny. Yeah, what's the the comic? It's, like, John without Garfield or whatever. Garfield minus Garfield. Garfield, yeah, yeah. And then there's (laughs) Lasagna Cat, the YouTube series, which is, like, a masterpiece. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> and, uh, people, and then there was like the, these game mock-ups that people did where like you play you quote unquote, you play as John cause they're just mock-ups. They're not real games. Yeah. And you hide around the house from like eldritch abomination. Yeah. Dorothy. Yeah. That's the one, that's the one I'm thinking about. Yeah. I'm thinking about that one. <laughs> and that just created like this phenomenon of like everyone drawing stupid crazy horrific garfields and that's where <laughs> we're at now but alf love was legitimate during the it was 80s. real, and yeah, was all real. the way to the mid '90s, Alf was everywhere. They talk about that in Bumblebee, that Transformers movie. Like they, they're like, "Alf's on tonight. We gotta get home." Exactly. <laughs> it's like, yeah, man, that's how it was. Like people rushed home from work to make sure yeah. that they had time to watch Alf in the evening. <laughs> Dude, what a fucking time to be alive. And that's how simple life was. All I can think about is why. Why? How? (laughs) I don't know, man. It wasn't even... It's not even funny. The show's not not funny at all. If you've ever seen the screen grab of Alf suggesting a murder-suicide, that's the funniest moment in the entire series. That's it. (laughs) It's... Yeah. Dude, I... Might I suggest a (laughs) (laughs) murder-suicide? That was like a good Alf if he were played by... uh, Warburton. What's his name? Oh, uh, Patrick Warburton. Patrick Warburton. I did Patrick Warburton's voice for a D&D character for th- almost three years, so You're every good voice has a tinge at it. Ah, uh, the only one I can do is Ray Romano. But, uh, it's a pretty good. It's not bad. Ah, uh, my wife hates it because she's a bitch. It's the, it's the poison. The poison for Cusco. Cusco's poison. The poison That's so specifically good. made for Cusco. You could, like almost like do him like you could almost like fill in virtually. yeah well yeah i mean you definitely could do that (laughs) like if they like if they like filtered you like a little bit they you could do his voice like they would be like jeff you're in it's it also became like sort of like messed up like i feel like i did a better impression of him to begin with Until like I played a character that just had his voice that changed it as I went along for three years. Well, yeah, because like the thing with impressions, right? Like, and I'm not an impressionist, but like they like nail every little thing they do. Absolutely. So when you're doing a different character, it's hard to keep up with that. I'm not an impressionist. At all yeah. I could do Patrick Warburton's voice. <laughs> like watching like Bill Hader do an impression it's like so incredible. Yeah, like, his entire like mannerism changes. Yeah. Which is yeah. also true of what I do Patrick Warburton. I squint my eyes really hard. That's how I'm they wrong, do right it, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, actually They're, not anyway. We have so little of this episode to talk about. From it doesn't even the matter. The force it's field. <laughs> it's him. This one's ready for a spin off. This one's ready to party. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Bam, you scheduled two dates in one night. And this one knew what he was doing. And then he like reverse pickpockets his Jeez. dates somehow. Then <laughs> he reverse pickpockets a corsage onto them. <laughs> the-, the, uh, <laughs> the song from the food fight epi- at the end of that community episode plays. Yeah, yeah. The semester hasn't started until you party where your heart is. And then one of the dates is like, uh, I can't wait to see those butt legs of yours. <laughs> and it's supposed to be like, and then the audience goes, Ooh. Ooh. Ow. Ow. Kelly Bundy shows up. Ow. Ow. A teenager. Ow. <laughs> the, uh, the best part about that song from Community, by the way, I have it on my uh, Spotify. They have the whole like season one soundtrack on Spotify. That's sh- that's such a good show when it comes to that shit. And it has right? it has like uh, both getting rid of Britta and mm-hmm. Pierce is a bee. Yep. On yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, but the best part of that song is like it's all it just keeps saying party over and over in different party sentences. party party. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I, I don't want to build a robot unless it's spef- specifically designed to find the party so the party can party with me. <laughs> but, like, during the breakdown where it has, like, a little guitar solo, he goes, why did my father always lie? yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's that Dan Harmon, like, dark shit that oh, comes man. in, right? So good. Okay, back to, back to BEM. It's oh, BEM. Uh, I guess it's a BEM time to talk about it. It's always a BEM time with BEM. BEM. BEM me up, Scotty. BEM, 8, 9 Central. <laughs> oh, and after Three's Company. On this episode, someone thinks the dude's gay. Uh-oh. This one doesn't care. Ooh. Bem appears on a brand new episode of Three's Company. <laughs> Bem's face can be a vagina. Whoa. I mean, everyone's face can be, really. Exactly. Uh, so Kirk and Spock combine their communicators together. And somehow this makes it a stronger communicator. They put it in series, which is funny because that's like a electronics term, and it's yeah. like, yeah, sure, like it's like the like the first day electronics. So you're like, you learn what series means. They put it. They put it in series. All the punch cards yeah. are in the right spot. Yeah, they got. Yep, yep. And it's doubled now. Series. They contact the entity that st- that stripped them of their weapons earlier, and Nichelle Nichols is like, what? I'm busy (laughs) she's like look I'm sorry Uh, if you let us go we'll leave the planet we'll like leave the planet after we find Bem and she's like look you call your ship call your your grandma and have her pick you up now (laughs) you're not invited to my birthday party anymore (laughs) Uh, and he's like yeah okay Bye. Sure. And they turn the communicators <laughs> off, and then Kirk's like, search party, beep down, full tricorders, full weapons. Yeah. <laughs> Bring out everything you have. We gotta find Bim. Oh, God. Everyone's favorite guy, Bim. It's a glassy. Fucking Timmy's lost in the well again. In today's episode of Bim, it looks <laughs> like his grades have fallen below level, and his parents aren't gonna let him go to the prom. <laughs> this one has to work harder or does he it's just half of his body is sitting at his desk and his parents come in and they're like it's good to see you working bem honey and then it cuts to his legs and weird butt arms like grooving at a party like <laughs> and he's like this one knows how to party He's, like, nodding his head along while he's working. And like, <laughs> yeah. hey, there's not even any music going on in there. He's, he's really shou- into it. He's shouting at them, I am working! <laughs> this one is working hard! <laughs> this is a. Am- We're writing a better show right now. It's true. This show it's is. It's very true. On this week's episode of BIM, BIM's allowance is cut off. <laughs> but don't worry. He has a scam to get more. <laughs> This one's gonna run into the woods. <laughs> uh oh, they're after Bem. They're coming for him over here. Uh, where the what the fuck was I talking about? Oh, I don't um, know. I don't even know. They find Bem and he's like, "This one fucked it hard." Mm. <laughs> yeah, why is he like upset now? I don't Because
1: like, the episode's just,
0: over. <laughs> yeah, he just like gets sad about the shit that he pulled, which like okay. I don't He's know. He's like, this one has been found defective and wanting, so it must disassemble. Yeah, And, which like, is you like, already did that. Yeah. Like, three or four like, times. <laughs> I guess they couldn't say kill. I, this one, This one's going to kill himself. Yeah. Right? In this week's episode of Bam, this one's <laughs> going to kill himself. A very special after-school Bam. Bam, don't kill yourself. We love you. This one doesn't love this one. (laughs) This one is only loved because he grooves at the party so hardy. You only love this one for his butt arms. I can't believe he has little ass arms. What the fuck? Man, they really... They really... Uh, that's what they animated, right? Like, yeah. Like, that's the thing they animated in this episode, was these little fucking tentacles coming out of this dude's tor- like lower half his torso. Like, all right. That was their big idea for them. That, <laughs> that was what sold them on That the was on script. the big whiteboard. Ass yeah. arms, question mark? <laughs> question mark. And then, like, Rodberry comes in, he circles it like four times, and he's like, this, this is what we need. <laughs> this week on a very special episode of BIM, Bim learns that just because it's his ass doing the groping doesn't mean that it's okay. <laughs> this one learns about consent. <laughs> Jesus, Bim? Bem's a fucker, man. You saw him in this episode. <laughs> Bem's like a shittier like Dennis the Menace. He really is. I'm I'm really thinking of fucking like uh, Saved by the Bell, or like ma- even, more, even more like Parker Lewis Can't Lose. Parker Lewis Can't Lose. Oh my god, there's a there's a pull, man. That, I, almost now, changed, I almost changed my Twitter name to Jeff Pennington Can't Lose the other day, but I was like, no one's going to get that. <laughs> yeah, that's funny as hell. Remember that storm that hit your house? It's hitting my house right now. Uh-oh. It only lasts <laughs> 10 minutes. So. <laughs> this, it's like hail or yeah, something. It was rough, man. It was I wild. like it. I don't like that. Again, you only have to wait 10 minutes. You'll be fine. Yeah, this is normal February weather, by the way. <laughs> this is crazy. It you sounds hear it? sounds like you're pissing, is what it sounds. It's, like. it's my windows. Because <laughs> I have this, like, giant-ass fucking window in my front. is taking a big, steamy piss right now. Oh, uh, <laughs> that sounds so convincing. That's so uh. Wait, wait. There we go. On a very special episode of Bim, we learn that Bim has to piss from all three different body parts. <laughs> piss out of his mouth. It's four body parts, Jeff. His arm comes off. I don't believe you about the arm. I'd Go back watch and watch it. Again, Go and I'm back. not doing that shit. <laughs> Do it. But okay, Be- the entity is like, don't kill yourself. And Bim's like, All right. <laughs> He's like, this one agrees. That was you, like, your people gotta learn from their errors so that you don't repeat them. If your yeah. people are as fucking stupid as you are, they need to learn. How did they not know that Bem was a colony dude? Like, they uh, just, that, they didn't ever like Nobody ever knew that? They didn't fucking ask. And they're just, like, letting this dude on the ship, Like like, he doesn't take a physical, and they're like, like... You don't have to take a physical in Starfleet to see if you like if your blood will kill like everybody on ship, right? Like, yeah, there's like a seams at certain parts of his body. I didn't ask about it. Yeah, like, thought, yeah, there's a zipper around his midsection. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bam! Uh, but they go back to the Enterprise and Kirk's like, "Well, uh, I need to order a Federation quarantine." Of the planet. And Spock's like, A wise decision, Captain. (laughs) Why did they do that in the first place? And uh, Spock's like, uh, It was almost like it was a god. And Kirk's like, Well, compared to it, regardless, We're really like children. And Bim's like, this one is an eggling, even. Oh, God. So they come in eggs now? And then they're like, oh, incoming transmission. And it's the entity. And it's like, go in peace. Go in peace. (laughs) And then they, they shut off the thing. And Kirk looks over at Spock and goes, the... The, the God Uses Communicators? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. How did it hail us? Yeah, how did it know what that was? Whoopsie! <laughs> and then they fly off into space, and the fucking wow. theme song kicks in. Good party where your heart is. Party where your heart is. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I feel like I, I just, this was like a marathon. We just sprinted. It was a marathon, it was 22 minutes long. (laughs) It was a sprint, (laughs) a sprint marathon. Dude, when I was watching this, I was like, I literally, I have no idea what's happening. Speaking of sprint, (laughs) sprint doesn't exist anymore, right? The the phone company? Yeah. I don't don't think so. I was watching Deep Space Nine the other day, and I always give subtitles on, right? On everything. Uh, Half because, like... I have to now, because yeah. once you watch enough things with subtitles, you can't understand what people are saying, even in your own language, without them. Uh, yes, I also do this, <laughs> what you're saying, I guess. Uh, but also, half because I'm too lazy to find the setting to turn it off. <laughs> so. That's pretty, that's pretty lazy. Uh, at the end of it, it's like, you know, sponsored by, the, the subtitle's sponsored by the American education system, or whatever. Yeah. And it also said sprint Well that the American education system doesn't exist anymore either. So <laughs> Oh, you are correct. And <laughs> this one is funny. <laughs> fucking goddamn fucking sad but true. Fucking scundered. <laughs> ducksin' as hell, man. <laughs> Fucking making me feel cleamin'. <laughs> we We're drunk on BAM, man. Yeah, BAM is a powerful aphrodisiac, is what I found out. Because Every time I see BAM on the screen, it's an at attention, baby. They they the, like in Starfleet world like B'em's right arm the one that comes off is a mm. is sought after I for its it. aphrodisiac powers. Let me look up uh maybe Google has the answer to this if I type in uh Star Trek TAS B'em and I look and maybe I'll see an image of him with his arm off. Do you think if B'em jerks himself off that it it counts as the stranger because it it's it is a different thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's cool. In in all of these images, he's got both his arms. I'm fucking. I'm gonna open up. I'm gonna take a screenshot. Do I'm do open, I'm going to Don't the episode. Wrong. I'm a really fucking big fan of when it, like they're in the cages and he splits in half and his head's floating in one place, his body's yeah. floating with his his arm on his torso, like he's leaning against a pole. <laughs> I'm dude. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it right now. <laughs> fucking hell! Also, he's dressed like the White Power Ranger. <laughs> he, he has a fucking oh. There's an ad playing. Sorry, Uh-oh. sorry, sorry. I I forgot we we pay for the adless Paramount, but apparently yeah. there's one it, ad. It, it for like a took movie. fucking pity on me last time. It was like yeah, if you're watching TAS, go ahead and watch it, <laughs> dude. They know. You know why they do this? Because they know the only reason anyone has this is for Star Trek. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I can't find an image of him with his arm off. Yo, there's a BEM in lower decks? There's a BEM in lower decks? Yeah. Look, it took me two seconds to find this. God, I'm fucking genius. Alright. Snipping tool. Come on, computer. (laughs) Oh, he is missing an arm in this shot. Now he finds it. Yeah, sorry. I found it. Now he finds it. (laughs) Oh, it won't let me take a screenshot well, on Paramount. It. I saw it. It's okay. Oh, my God. Paramount can go Josh. fuck itself. How fucked up would it be if he can't take off the other arm? <laughs> I don't think he can. <laughs> I think he's just his right arm. Just, his that's the only his one. left arm is part of the torso being. It sucks, man. There's no zipper on that arm. No. No. That was McCoy was like, and I thought like maybe he comes apart, but like one of the arms doesn't have a zipper. So this one was big into goth in high school and got zippers and planted it here. <laughs> But I dre- this one also dresses in all white. This <laughs> goth was different on Bem's planet. <laughs> on the Plandemic pa- planet, it's different. This week on a very special episode of Bim. I don't want to go out with you anymore, Bim. Your gross left arm staying on is disgusting. It makes me sick. This one wants to change himself for others. Mm. <laughs> there are others on Bem's planet whose left arm comes off and their right arm stays on. Different strokes, on me guess. <laughs> Unfortunately, this one's planet is in a horrific race war. <laughs> the right arm zippers and the left arm zippers have never gotten along. Until my ultimate zipper arm solution <laughs> happens. <laughs> this week <But>? on BAM. <laughs> Man, why don't we write for Star Trek? That's a good question. <laughs> why don't we write for BAM? <laughs> Where's be, the BEM in lower decks? Where does if you he... if you look up uh, TA like Star Trek TAS BEM, there's like a screen cap of uh, ev- when you scroll down of uh, like a background character standing in the images and then split screen with BEM. I can uh, just fucking copy and paste it. What am I doing? I'm yeah. I'm looking, there's, there's this is BEM. Good. This is good audio, I think. There's there's <laughs> BEM, like, leaning against the uh, That's definitely uh, going to be in the art. Like, oh, that was so loud. That's definitely going to be in the episode art, by the way. Oh, look! Look at that. Oh, is she on the, the rehabilitation planet? Is that... I don't know. Yeah, that's her. Yeah, okay, I remember. All right. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, at some point... In TAS there is going to be a wear bobcat with an space orb helmet. So I'm excited about that. A Bobcat Gold thwaite? <laughs> <laughs> it's my Bobcat Gold The eighties were wild. You could be a comedian and just go <laughs> <laughs> I found the picture you're looking at. This is cool. Oh, I linked it to you. Oh, no, the Bobcat one I found. Oh, yeah. that's like a cool design, actually. It looks very like uh, like Dungeons and Dragons in space. Uh, this is, which is like a dream. I love Dungeons and Dragons in space as a concept. Yeah. Which is be kind of what Star Trek is. Yeah. With the r- different races. Anyway, there's not going to be a third part of this episode. I'm sorry, yeah, let's, everyone. Yeah, let's just talk about what we give it. Uh, let's go ahead and wheel out the Cochrane to Catfish warp scale equality. Okay, it's out. <laughs> oh, Josh uh, oiled the wheels. That's why I didn't make that Yeah, set. yeah. And give it a spin. <laughs> no, that's not how this shit works. Josh, what, no do, you, whammies. what do you give Star Trek the uh, animated series season two, episode two? Bim. Yo, I'm giving this thing a sixth try it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> because you got I mean you got to watch it. Like it's it's not it it's terrible, but it's like fascinating. Yeah, like how absolutely how the fuck is this a thing that exists? Like I don't I don't know, like it, but it, it, we're blessed to have it it's so funny and it's not yeah. meant to be in any way shape or form like there's a couple comments that Kirk makes that you're supposed to go haha Captain Kirk and yeah. you do yeah but the whole episode is so fucking funny because of the bad animation the terrible terrible audio quality on Spock yeah the the plot the, the or the lack is so thereof stupid. the yeah. Bim himself is so fucking stupid. It's so funny. The voice, child. the mannerisms, the yeah. splitting his, into three parts, four parts. His, his whole plan is so dumb. Like, I watched it twice. I watched it again this morning because I was like, did I fucking dream that shit? <laughs> I was like, did I have like a nightmare that this is a thing? I don't even know, man. Yeah, his <laughs> his plan seems to be... Fuck shit up, and see if Kirk can fix it, and then get mad when he can't. <laughs> yeah, he's dude. He's a dick, man. Ben's a fucking yeah. Dick. He, like he's straight up like you really bungled this one, Kirk. Ben like Ben like he like punches a lizard man in the face, and he's like, "Why did you punch him, Kirk?" This one wonders why Kirk didn't stop him from yeah. punching an alien. It's super fucking, like, gaslighty and weird. <laughs> also, these, like, Gorn-ass, like, they're, they're yeah, like, proto aliens, but yeah. not ripped. Skinny Gorns, yep. It's something I noticed the other day, right? How come all, like, monsters and everything are, like, ripped? Oh, because Why are they scary. all so muscular? Because <laughs> it's scary to us, right? Like, things that are like big like predators were really strong so i think in our brains yeah, like our we, hind we brains like, we associate yeah. the muscles with like power yeah it's like tr- it's like trouble right like oh shit like that thing's stronger than me i don't like that it's true <laughs> you know like I even like about- a gorilla right like if you if you ran into a gorilla In the woods, or in the woods. In the woods. (laughs) If you go to the woods and run into a gorilla. Something has gone incredibly wrong up to this point, but all right. (laughs) Like, that would terrify the shit out of me, because they're fucking, like, they'll just, like, punch you to death, man. I'm built different. (laughs) I would put the gorilla between my forearm and muscle, and I would fucking smash him like an egg. (laughs) This one is built different. He rips his arm off and cracks the egg in it. Amazing, uh, that, that might date the episode. That's with the gorilla, <laughs> a woods gorilla. Yeah, yeah, the, the woodsman gorilla, also known as a Bigfoot. True, if you see a gorilla <laughs> in the woods, that is a Bigfoot. It's <laughs> Bigfoot. Yeah, the woods gorilla, <laughs> in the woods. Jesus, if I if you see a gorilla in the woods, you turn around and you run, son. <laughs> I told you earlier, the American educational system doesn't work. <laughs> been dead since the 80s apparently <laughs> it's, maybe that's the gorilla my dreams joke. oh my gorilla god oh my gorilla god! <laughs> all right i was sad that i made that joke and now i'm happy i made it. <laughs> that was a joke just for you jeff thank you so much for that beautiful beautiful joke Oh, I'd also give it a six. And the thing is, like... Really, this episode is, like, a two or a three, but it's yeah. so fucking funny and entertaining for how badly it's made that... Yeah, I can't give it below a five, because, like, I wasn't disinterested, that's yeah. for sure. Like, five right? is middle of the road. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, yeah. anything lower than five is bad, and anything higher right. than five is good but in varying, like, levels, but 5 itself is, eh. Yeah, this definitely wasn't eh, for sure. This was funny as fuck. And, like, I had a really fun time watching this fever dream come to life into my brain. We're on (laughs) a curve that is so curved that it is a circle with TAS, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's like a roller coaster, really, right? Like the grading curve is a fucking horseshoe. It is. It's a Möbius strip. It's a (laughs) Möbius strip. (laughs) It's like where, where are we? Like, what side is good and which side is bad? I don't know. T (laughs) A S is being graded on like bad movie night scale. Yeah, yeah. Like this isn't the Quetzalcoatl level of funny. (laughs) <laughs> this isn't the magics of Magus 2 level funny, but it is still super fucking funny. Yeah, Magus 2, Magus 2 has everything you want in a TAS episode. It really does. It's the undisputed TAS king. Right yeah. A uh, Satan. A Satan with tiny, strong arms. The, str- the tiniest arms, and also an 87 pack. <laughs> and just, like, as strong as a woods gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This week on Bam, BEM meets the Woods Gorilla in the greatest crossover of all time. This Harry one feels love. Barry and the Bemders. Oh no! I'm on fucking fire today, man. Jesus! I should not sleep more. I don't think that's possible. Oh my god! You can't unsleep. Can you?
1: We'll Watching see. this
0: episode feels like that when you're sleepy. I like, uh when I watched it again this morning, I like dozed off at the end of it, and I was like, I don't know if I missed anything this time, but <laughs> this is good enough. You didn't. You didn't miss shit. <laughs> I, I was awake enough to hear him say, oh, this one's an eggling, and I was like, Ugh. oh, God. He fucking Idiot. learned his leave-it-to-beaver-ass lesson at the end of the episode. Yeah. Was this, is he, like, five years old? Like, we don't know. Apparently, we didn't do any vetting of this motherfucker before we let him on our ship. Yeah, he just was like, this one's a commander! And they're like, good enough for me. Alright. sure. Who am I to argue? <laughs> they're like, they get a call from the fucking whatever home world, his planet, and they're like, alright, the commander's ready to beam up. <laughs> <laughs> the commander's son is missing. Have you seen him? His name's Ben. He's like a little kid. <laughs> he's, he's like maybe two or three years old. <laughs> they were fucking around with him. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a kid. Oh man. Jesus oh Christ. man. I'm, this episode gets a seven. <laughs> I, I'm ready to co-write the Ben spinoff off series. The Ben Ventures of Bem. The the Bem Tacular Bem Ventures of Bem. <laughs> this is Bem's the new uh uh Burke, I think. He's he's surpassed Burke in funniness. I think there's going to be plenty of jokes about Bem in the future. That we're going no to have to We're going to have to make a Bem uh discord icon, right? Emoji. <laughs> Yeah Yep. Just his floating ass heads. We should make a <laughs> one thing. of each body, <laughs> one of each part. Yes, and then oh my god, that's brilliant. The only problem is, I saw the other day that our Discord has uh, maxed out the amount of no! icons they're allowed to have, and they're having to get rid of some. Well, order. some of them are okay to get rid of. Some of them are uh, to things I don't even know what the fuck. There they are a lot of them. I don't know what the fuck they yeah. are. Yeah, because I it's gave them, I gave captains and. Commanders the ability to upload them, yeah. So they're gonna have to decide which ones they want to part with. Yeah, <laughs> I need to replace the ones of me because they all have hair and those days are long gone. Yeah, I'm looking here. I'm gonna look at them now. Wait, how do I go? Oh, it's oh this smiley face, grandpa. <laughs> Dude, they change the discard all the time. <laughs> all <laughs> we right. got the two dicks. We got two dicks. That's good. That's necessary. We got uh, what's this gold guy? What's that guy? That's the Picard statue from uh, the episode art I did for uh, The Inner Light. Oh, okay. All right. Um, there's the cat that I don't know. There's Enterprise D flipping around. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have Nitro, so I can't That'll use either. any of those. Yeah. You gotta have a uh, um, brother. You gotta keep that one. Uh, brother? Brother, yeah. But we could get rid of like, what is this? Like, M class? Is that a microphone? Is that us stabbing with a microphone? We can get rid of that one. What the fuck? I don't know what that is. All right, this is bad audio. Um, <laughs> this podcast bad. It turns out. <laughs> I was like, man, I wonder why people don't seem to care about M class that much. Well, well, well if you it. get on the Discord, you can find out what the fuck we're talking about. And if you'd like to get on the Discord, then all you got to do is head over to patreoncom mclasspodcast where for as little as a dollar, you get access to behind-the-scenes posts, wallpapers of every piece of art I make for M Class, and access to our Discord, which has hundreds of fellow M Class and Star Trek fans. Uh, there's a lot of genuine weirdos in there, so you'll get along great. <laughs> uh. A little, If you drop a little bit of uh, moolah on top of that, you get access to a whole other podcast called Jeff and Josh Shoot the Shit, where we talk about literally everything that isn't Star Trek and also sometimes Star Trek. Uh, also, Jeff and Josh talk over movies, where uh, we do commentary tracks for some of your favorite movies, where we enlighten you with trivia we know, jokes, and uh, for the... <laughs> For the Rumble and the Bronx one, we'll mostly talk about how much we love Jackie Chan. Yeah, we really just filleted Jackie Chan that We were time. fully on that man's dick the entire movie. But that's... Movie. I'm totally fine with that, because he's amazing. <laughs> also, that movie rolls. Yeah. It's uh, so so good. Uh, you can follow <laughs> us on Twitter, at Podcast. You can find all of the links you'll ever need for the show, including to merchandise and to a list of every episode we've ever covered on the show at mclasspodcast.com. Woo! Uh, do it, doing it, and doing it, and doing it well. Great song. Also, it- you can shoot us an email for our other program at mclassemail at gmail.com. We've, uh, we've had three episodes in a row with, like, four emails, four, five emails, so we might change how that show is done at some point. We'll see. Yeah, we might consolidate. I don't know what that means. We might consolidate our bonds. These stocks and bonds, yeah. <laughs> uh, what else can they do, Josh? Yeah, yeah. Well, they <laughs> they can go to iTunes and rate and review the show. You can write whatever you want. We don't have a new one. We haven't had one since before Halloween. Yeah, So the last one we got was October 10th, 2020... October 29th, 2022. Yeah, and it's 2023, so, like, a while... Who gave us two stars? There's, like, a few <laughs> yeah. two-star ratings. There's there's one, right? Or, let's see. There's one one-star rating. And Is there's... that the one where we... <laughs> I can... No. It's not that That's one. not that one? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All they right. gave us four stars and then changed it. Oh, I can't see all of them. Why not? That's a good question. Yeah. Nah. I don't know. Our first review is in 2016, so this might be the only the all of the reviews we. have Oh, that's all the yeah. The, the you could just review with the star. you yeah, don't have to, write, don't have to write anything. Right? You got. I gotcha <laughs> Write something. Write something. Oh, my glasses came. Fuck yeah! I'll set yeah. them up on the show. Josh can see. I have contacts not in right now because I was too lazy. Well, it's good that your glasses came because we are about to do M class email. Oh, check this out! They gave me a free little case with it. Ooh, not nice. these are these are my uh, aviators. That Did you I get got. these from online? Yeah, I got these uh, from Zenny. Oh yeah, I'm the one who put you on that shit, dog. Yeah, I think you and Nick both said Zenny is yeah, good. Yeah, I got Zenny glasses right now. Yeah, these are just the aviators that I wanted. Fuck yeah, uh, prescription look... sunglasses. Yeah, fuck man. I, you know what? Like, cause I don't always want to wear contacts. Cause like, fucking, it sucks to do yeah. that sometimes, right? I've, I've wanted the... a pair of prescription sunglasses. I used to have glasses that were small enough that I could just put my sunglasses on top of them, and you couldn't even see that I was wearing another pair. Oh, uh, I don't have that anymore. My glasses. You had are too like big. old people glasses, like from. From the uh, Space Coast, when he's Tom, Tom York is talking about the old people. Sunglasses. Oh, no. I totally did that have like, that. They're like old people glasses. I should have. but... <laughs> uh, th- there's a pro tip from M Class Podcast to you. If you set through all of our shilling and everything at the end of the episode, uh, well, number one, big thanks to Vitizen for the use of the track Outer Space Race. Yeah, for Vitizen. Fucking love Vitizen. Check him out. Uh, vitizen.card.co. By now, you know it's two R's in card. Um, Here's a pro tip from uh, us and our bad eyesight to you and your bad eyesight. Yeah. Uh, When you go to um, the doctor, the eye doctor, to get your exam Uh for your eyes, uh, get your prescription from them, have them fill it out for you and give it to you. And mm-hmm. then go online to Zenny Optical and just buy your glasses from them. It costs hundreds and hundreds of dollars less. Way less. And then Zenny sent me, like, I feel like we're doing an ad. Zenny yeah. sent me an, uh, uh... There are others it? that do this as well, just as well as Zenni. I'm not they, saying yeah. just them, but that's what I'm wearing right now. They sent me a little, um, ruler for your pupillary distance. Because you gotta measure your pupils. Yeah. Right? It's pretty fucking sick. It's cool. Man, that's, what's this? This is a bag of nothing. Oh, they, they sent, sent me your a bag air. of nothing. They sent me a bag of air. That's nice of them. Here's, the, here's the good clean air <laughs> from California. So that's where it's smog is. air. <laughs> here's your, here's your bag. Here's a bag of complimentary smog. Enjoy, sir. <laughs> smog. Complimentary smog. Smog. Oh, my God. I can fucking see. This is crazy. Well, after that miracle, I think it's time to say goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back in one week with more M-Class. Bye-bye. See you next time with my glasses. I'm mentally ill.